What is happening? We are here on the Dream for Something Big, Go for Something Epic podcast with Beaver Fleming, and I'm excited. This is the first time we're really having some guests on here. It's a couple of guys from the church we go to, Awaken Church here in San Diego, and these dudes are just so on fire, constantly passionate, and continually encourage me in everything that I do, and basically right now I'm unpackaging the eight lies that we need to stop believing as a culture so we can step into everything that God's calling us into, and and they reached out to me and were like, hey, we need to have a conversation on this. And that conversation was so good that I was like, we need to share this conversation. So that's what we're getting into today. So without further ado, I'm going to do a quick introduction. We got Daniel Hack on the line. Hey, yo. You want- How's it going? Fantastic, man. So this dude stepped out of the boat, has an incredible testimony, and I encourage you to look that up on your own time, but also starting up gratitude lenses so that you can see life through the lens of gratitude, which is really what we're called to. I love that the word talks about that, right? Be thankful in all circumstances, and that's something that you're seeking to do and build the kingdom with an incredible brand. 100%. Love it. Honored to be on here. Excited for the conversation. Absolutely, and we got that dusty top button. <laughs> I love that Instagram name. I just want to know where did that come from. Good award today. Uh, well, to be real, because we're, we're men that can be real. Tech, tech tees give your boy a uh, rug burn in a really sensitive spot. If you feel me, uh, so I just found a couple of these old Wrangler button-up shirts. They're really thin and really soft, and they cool really well. So they're first a performance thing. Um, I just they're comfortable to run in, and then they kind of just got they, they, they caught on as like my thing that I wore around everywhere. But now it's kind of a, it's a performance thing, and it's kind of a playful, fun thing to do when I go out because I'm kind of known for wearing the top button. So really, it was to aid in nipple burns. Is really what it's talking about. Do have a church that has such a tribe, such a brotherhood, and you guys are all about that. So, uh, just grateful to do this thing with you guys. And so, anyone that's listening, I just encourage you to find find some people to do life with, find some brothers to lock arms with, and that way we can just really pull out the best out of each other. And you guys do that yeah. for me. So, um, yeah, we'll just read what these lies are. We're, we're stepping into lie number two today because this is the one that you guys reached out to me on, and the lie that's out there is. I am perfect just as I am. And the reason I feel like this is a this is a really just hide in plain sight thing because it sounds good in theory and that's what you guys mentioned but it actually limits your ability to grow that's the truth behind it it's like that could sound good but it limits your ability to grow and i wrote into that a little more that we are beautiful unique fearfully and wonderfully made 100 percent, but perfect we shouldn't deceive ourselves we need to locate ourselves where we are where we are not and how we can get to where we want to go so by doing that we'll keep our target in focus and climb the mountain with determination to be better, to really seek growth, to seek progress in our daily lives. Yeah, really good. Uh, Daniel, you want to jump in? I know that pressed in on your heart when, when Beaver opened that up. You want, to, you want to jump in? Yeah, so one of the big things that, that came up for me when I first read that is I had felt myself say that, right? Cause, but it didn't feel right in my spirit when I said it because it just felt a little bit off because I think what I was wanting to convey is that we are made by design. Like the, the second description that you have, that, that we are made for a reason, that we have gifts inside of us. But by saying perfect, it limits that ability to grow. It puts a unrealistic expectation on it. So I just was wanting to unpack that a little bit more of the difference between those two. 
uh, and one of the reasons I reached out. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's the key, right? It, and again, it all sounds good in theory. Oh, I'm perfect just as I am. It's like we can have that revelation, but it's not going to give us any benefit. It's not going to give us any fire in our spirit because then we're just going to tolerate everything that's happening to us. And when we do miss the mark, when we do fall short, we're like, well, I'm perfect just as I am, so it doesn't really matter. But that couldn't be further from the truth because we have an opportunity to learn. We have the opportunity to grow, to be able to be in environments that actually bring us up rather than pull us down. And if we're honest with ourselves, and I believe that's the biggest thing because if you can't be true to yourself, you can't be true to anybody and so if we can be honest with ourselves to recognize okay these things look like they could have truth to them but they're actually lies they're actually deceitful so let's unpackage that so we can find the truth and then be set free you know it comes back to the word right it's like then you'll know the truth and the truth is what's going to set you free in a world right now that there's just so much deception out there we don't know what to believe everything looks like truth in theory but if we unpackage it a lot of times it's all dressed up but has no depth it has no value Value. It has no girth to it. So if we can really be aware of that, be mindful of that, we're going to be able to walk in truth so we can be set free. Yeah, that's really good. The word that, the word that hangs out in the undertone of this, I think, is identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, knowing your identity and what you attach that to. Something that Dan and I have been talking a lot about is I feel we based that truth. We based it in the word. Right? Our identity comes from him. And our identity, part of our identity is knowing that we're not perfect, that we are created in his likeness and image, that we're not perfect, that we wash for glory. You know, and that we, we are Christ's life, we walk like Christ, so we're walking towards that. It's a constant process of growth. And so, like, knowing our identity acknowledges I'm not perfect, I'm called to walk like Christ, I'm called to walk in that path. Which means I'm in calling, I have five short, but I keep walking towards it. And I think I eliminate the complacency that could attach to I'm perfect just the that I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Having our identity rooted in something that's eternal and internal, right? It's not based on our circumstance or our performance. We're recognizing that when our performance doesn't add up, it doesn't change the fact of who we are. It's about who we are, not what we do. And that's that revelation. And perfection is a, is a destination in a sense. And if our, if our happiness, if our joy is rooted in a destination and not in the journey, then we're going to be running down a lot more of the time as well in that. And it's going to be like, man, like, man, if then I will, right? It's right. like it's once like I have, have this, then I will, I will be happy, happy. I will be, you know, at you know, peace, and I will experience joy. joy. But, but you and I, you and I, I mean, we all know, know that's, that's not true. true. There's always going to be another beyond the ground. There's always going to be another goal to hit. It's never going to be enough. It's never going to be everything everything God it got And so that's where we have to be real with ourselves in that and recognize where's my identity in the Is it actually rooted in the truth? Or am I being deceived by my own or just by, you know, the circumstances? That are around us, and let's hit it on, hit it on. Perfect, perfect. Be rooted in the word. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that gives us life. Life we need. Need. To walk, to walk and navigate, navigate this life, life flesh, right? It's, right. Like, it's like all things all happen in the spiritual world, and man and man the physical. We want to see those happen. Happen. So our spirit man has to be so built up. Do it, do it, don't do the journey, we don't do the things, we cut up, only 
destination, you know, you know what it is, seeking that. Uh, but uh, being a president, you know, we're Um, 
leaves room, uh, the room between that, the gap between perfection and success is grace. Like I said, when we fall, when we fall short in training or in business or in family, it doesn't mean that we're, we're not successful. There's just, there's grace to cover it. And then we keep moving forward, striving, trying to be, you know, attempting to reach for the more, but not expecting perfection. So I just love how grace can brace the gap there and still leave us room to be like, to, to, to do well. I mean, you boys are high, high achievers. Um, Danny, you've done great business. You're at the top of your, you're at the top of your industry and in skating. You guys are both on fire for the Lord and, and uh, seeking after his heart and uh, the hearts of other men. Like we are successful in the things that we do. doesn't mean that we're perfect, nor do we have the expectation of perfection. And we're good in that. I think because we know that grace abounds our imperfection. Mm. And if we, if we thought we were perfect, then what space does that, because I like how you talk about the space for grace, but if we believed that we were perfect, does that give God any space to be able to move? Are we mm. giving him space to be able to be in our lives and, and really move? Yeah, that's good. Or even reverse the need that any farther. The less away from perfect we are, the more space he has to do things. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think we're all really open about being thankful for the things that he's done in us and through us. Like, yeah. I'm a change. I'm a change man from five years ago, ten years ago, even two years ago. Um, my family is seeing the fruit of it, my business, my, my nutrition and training. And uh, so if he can do that here, and I'm, I know how far away I am from being perfect. Like, how much more could he do in that space? Makes me kind of excited thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. No, I've never thought of it that on that end as well. That's a crazy good perspective of it. It's like there, that's where we have that opportunity to create that space, right? It's like creating the opportunity. It's like, if that's what our design, that's what our call is, is to go out there and create it. It's like, let's figure out how we can optimize on that, right? Like, how can we maximize that opportunity as well? Again, it's like, we can get so caught up in the destination and the journey. But one of the things I always say is like, look, if you make the most out of your day, you'll make the most out of your life because you're compounding on that. It's like, we can get so burnt out in like setting out our, you know, five year, 10 year, like even one year vision that we get so burnt out because it looks like there's too much of a gap there but it's if we can focus on the chunking it and compounding it it's like okay this is the day that i have right now and if i commit this if i consecrate this day give it to god and trust in the opportunities and the blessings that are around me and just get out there and do it you know do the work like put put the time in put the energy in and really seek to honor everything and cherish everything that we've been given and that's kind of what God's been really placing on my heart a lot lately is I felt like I woke up the other day and basically the spirit was just saying it was like 3 a.m. and I just go out and walk outside in the backyard and the spirit was just like the biggest disservice you can do to me is to treat your life with complacency like and I felt it so deep in my spirit I was reading in the Psalms and it's basically where like David was asking the Lord to show him like show me how short my life is like show me how fleeting this life is this fleshly life this life here on earth is that i might be able to have an awareness have that revelation to to get after it to go do it to like have that awareness burning on the inside of me that my time here is limited like that's the only thing that we have that's limited is our time everything else is limitless in our life but we place those limits on it but our time 
that's the only thing that we're able to use. That's the only thing we're going to be able to take and and create with and whatever that looks like. So again, if we can just get that compound effect on on our time to get the biggest return on that investment, you know, like we're, we're really an investment in God's eyes. Like he's entrusting lots of things to us, giving lots of things to us. But how are we doing on that? Yeah, okay, James 4 or 14, like we are but a vapor in his life, you know? Yeah. And I love I love the word that you used for dance. Mm. It's a word that we acknowledge a lot is duality, and I think it's kind of one and the same here. There is a dance between, like, I'm, I'm a man that wants to have a vision for my life, have a two-year, three-year, five-year, ten-year. All of that stuff is done today. Yep. And then again, in tomorrow's today. Yeah. And then in the following days today. So it's a cool dance between being a man with a vision, you know, those without a vision will perish, having a man with a vision, doing it today and being present because we are, but who knows what goes beyond this life. We're here for a short time. Um, so I love that idea of the dance because both exist. Yeah. Vision, but it's done right now. Yep. Finding that balance, it's and it's it's tough because I've been on both ends of it, as I'm sure you have, right? It's like we get so caught up in the future and in that, and then we get burnt out on like trying to do it. And it's like it, it everything to me, it just goes back to being as well. Like, what's the hardest thing in the world to do? It's to be like, but that's all we're called to do. When God created us, it was to be with Him, to have that relationship with Him. And another thing that He's been really pressing on me is just seeing everything in your life as a relationship. Not seeing tasks, but seeing relationships. So even when it comes to like eating, right? I have a relationship with the food I eat. I have a relationship with my health. I have a relationship with my career. It's not a job. It's a it's a relationship, and I've got to tend that garden. I've got to I've got to recognize it as so relationship. You know, with with a girlfriend, with your family, with your brothers. Like I mean, on the physical side, with people, we see things as a relationship. But do we give them? the intention that they deserve as a relationship. Like even with nature, right? I love living by the beach so I can go down and immerse myself in it. But it's like, I got to recognize that it, at the end of the day, like what I'm doing when I go out to the beach, when I go surfing, when I get immersed in it, even skating, I'm, I'm developing a relationship in that place. Yeah, that I really love the way that you talk about that because it was actually a conversation that came up yesterday in that a lot of times when, when we have relationships, when what you put in, you're going to get out. But sometimes we think of that as only the positive, but any type of energy that you put into a relationship, it was brought up in the context of um, a husband and a wife that they have, you know, deep communication and deep and real conversations. But what that did is that got them to have a stronger relationship because they were both putting energy in, where if neither of them would have had the real conversations, that wouldn't have strengthened the relationships. So it's like whether whatever energy you do put into those relationships, whether it be nature or um, food or other things, that, that that will then come out, out of it as well. Just looping this back in to kind of the original topic, just what the things that we're picking on here, if we are perfect the way that we are and we've got nothing to do, None, none of these these conversations would be moot. So conversely, like in knowing in these conversations, knowing the, the attention to the relationship of the things in our life and leaning into them and planning for the future, but also being present, those all require something of us. Yeah, require something of us, which nullifies the idea that we're perfect and we can just be complacent and life is just what it is. Mm. 
Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's no, that you hit it right there as good as you could because it again just goes back to like I think everything's so simple, but we overcomplicate the heck out of it, right? It's like <clears throat> if we say such a finite sentence like I am perfect just as I am, all it does is limits your ability to grow, and that's what we're called to do is to grow, to 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 multiply, to flourish, to take the earth and subdue it, right? Like take it and make it something great. And so that's what I want to encourage you guys with. That's what I want to encourage to everyone listening to this with. It's like, let's make something beautiful out of this gift that we have. And it's like every day we have that opportunity. And the biggest thing that I'm challenged on right now is to never look at like a sunrise or sunset the same way, like give it the, the intent and the respect that it deserves. And same when it comes to people, right? It's like we can go through the motions. We can have that complacent attitude or we can just really be like, man, this is such a beautiful opportunity. This is the only day that I'm going to have that's this day. Let's make it something great. Yeah, it's really good. And just want to honor both you guys. This is a really cool opportunity to just wrap. I'm so blessed that I get to do this all the time with you guys. But you both are are uh, very forward and active uh, and diligent about doing that, about like even the, the stuff you put out about on your motivational Mondays and, and hack you always leaning into seeking the more. I just want to honor both you guys for always and in no deprecating way and no like woe is me I'm not enough kind of way. Both know that you are but in a way that you know that God has more to learn, to dig into, to build, uh, to be done with what you're doing. You. So I just want to honor you guys both in the way that you go about doing that. It's inspiring to us, man. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, I think this is a good spot to to run it and just kind of let the people marinate a little more. So thank you guys for letting me bounce off some ideas and you guys as well just pulling some stuff out. This is good. Yeah, appreciate you both. Beaver Hack, you guys are legends. Really appreciate you guys. You! Yeah, let's, let's keep these conversations going. There we go. Hope that encouraged you guys. It was fun just getting to break down some of these different ideas. It's always good to have people to bounce things off of, just things that you're feeling, things that you're thinking, a thought that you have. Uh, there's a reason so many different thoughts come into our head, but if we actually think about them, dissect them a little bit, it's amazing what fruit they'll produce. So, you!